Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Lost Hyperspace Podcast. And the Mandalorian is heading to the big screen in theaters. The Mandalorian and Grogu movie. It was one of the biggest news that we got this year and the Ahsoka season two. And it's funny that we just broke down the Asuka series whether it was good or not and finally season two is official and joining me to talk about it is your co-host Matthew Manchester. Why should I say everyone? And yeah we <laughs> I find it funny because we just broke down just a couple of days ago we broke down Asuka season two or season one and uh, now we hear that there's an official of season two, uh, which will be interesting. But, um, yeah, what's your thought on them making the Ahsoka season two? They probably did not listen to the fans complaining that it was a bad, that season one was bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think... I think, I I don't think they listen. I don't think they care. That's the thing is for them they don't care as long as they make money out of it. It's still it's still what a one. That's the same thing with Disney these days is that they don't really care. They don't really um unless if there's enough videos like Marvel, um after a bunch of people spoke up about it and how terrible the story has been, and then Marvel suddenly decided, oh let's now. Let's um they decided, oh, let's now pause and take a year off to focus on other to focus on making a great story instead of them just rushing into the story. I think for them they're not really it's not like they're not listening to the fan. Maybe maybe again Dave Filoni might deliver this season. Than he did last season. Um, he may actually tell a, a TV series instead of a bunch of different weird storyness of. Or maybe this show is just on a whole different <laughs> director because Dave Foney was not the safer choice of Star Wars. <laughs> um, I, I proved he... it. I think he can tell a great story. I think if he set his mind to it and focus more on the story, I think he can tell. I believe Dave Filoni can tell a good story. It's just maybe he was a little bit in a rush throughout this. Um, maybe he was in a rush making this uh, season, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he was in a rush that he didn't have enough time to make a fully complete series. And um yeah, what do you look forward to season two the most? Hmm. Well I suppose now that that Ahsoka and Sabine are trapped. Mm-hmm. Well and uh, the droid is trapped on the new planet. Mm-hmm. We may be able to use because maybe they're taking advantage of a situation to explore the gal this new ga- galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd imagine that in theory this should be in a soccer show, so they will kind of stay there mo- more. Mm-hmm. But from our last season and our last conversation. Yeah. We were kind of saying that Ahsoka was pretty much another um, rebel season. Mm-hmm. As a result, we will be seeing a little more or a lot more about about Ezra and the rebel crew that stayed, that stayed in the original galaxy as mm-hmm. well as West Graham with Thrawn and the Night Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I totally agree with everything you said right there. Um 
what I'm really looking forward to is um is a better version of Ahsoka hopefully going through this and um maybe getting a little bit more of Balin than actually the Ahsoka characters because I just felt like I didn't care introducing such an awesome cool character like Balin and Ching Heidi was the character that I cared about the most and to me I didn't really care about um the other side characters I just didn't feel I just didn't feel them throughout series. Sabine to me was a little whiny, um, frustrating at, at certain points. But she was amazing. She was just frustrating at certain points. Um, Sokka was just not there for me, and uh, I I look forward to that for seasons two. Um, I look forward to seeing what Thrawn wants with Dathomir, and what the witch will do with Thrawn now since Thrawn um killed um uh, Morgan Albeth. And mm-hmm. people still question is she really dead? Because everybody who they seem to be killing keep coming back. So is Morgan Albeth really dead? And um though I know already probably how Ahsoka and Sabine will get out of there, which is pretty simple. They just call the Pogos again, but but um, why did they not do it if if they finally decided to leave them there at the end of the final episode, kind of like that, oh, they were going to escape a certain way, and then Thorn's ship made them stop, and then now, and so this, they, he just left them there on that planet. I'm pretty sure that he probably would have in his story that he left them on that planet for a reason. Then well, that they would me, actually succeed and actually go back home. To me, I, so think, they're gonna, imagine, to me, I think they're going to go back home because there's no point in being in that plain, empty, desertness planet unless if they'll be getting out of there. If they get out of that planet, then I see why why I leave. But to me, I literally don't see why in the world they would wanna uh, stay there, uh, one planet. But it's just like it. It made it seem like they're gonna live their life there, which is a little weird because I got... think if he were, I think if he has wanted them to go back to the original galaxy, he would have done that. And if and if at the end of the first season mm-hmm. but he didn't as well as oh now we have a new galaxy to explore yeah that's, so like you that's, said up you that's said what about, i've been saying yeah that's what i've been saying about them staying there and then oh when you were saying season, leave, i when you were saying leaving and poor girls i yeah, eventually... you're talking about going back the original galaxy. Yeah, no, they eventually. That's what Thrawn is. That's what the threat is. What else would there be a threat? Is it, is it going to be another? Do you think there's going to be another threat on this planet that they're they're stuck on? They have an entire new galaxy to explore. No, no. But would you? Are you going to say? Are you saying that there's going to be another threat? Because I literally don't see any threat in the planet. I thought the planet was some kind of danger that Thrawn wanted to escape from, but there's literally nothing in here that makes me go, oh, that's... Well, that's... not yet. We are maybe season two is going to introduce such a villain. That's true, yeah. That's true. Maybe the mother. I mean, we got the son, the father, and the daughter. Maybe the mother. Maybe that's a chance to introduce the mother. Right, there's some... I don't think... And when we watch the Clone Wars, they keep saying that they kind of, whereas there's the light side, the dark side, and then no, no, no. Between. I'm talking about I'm talking about the father, the son, and the daughter, and, and they kind of represented. We will, maybe we will see the mother. I'm just saying they are fam. They are a family. Uh, I know the yeah. must have been the mother, unless if Anakin. Anakin was the only one that without a father because Anakin, for some reason, was created by the Force, which technically doesn't make sense. But 
Um, but I don't want to go deep. I don't want to go. I don't want to go deep into that. I don't want to go deep into. Uh, maybe that there's situation, something. But... Maybe there's something in. Was this like from China or something? The. The different. I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't know. Well, that. like you were saying, the fighting, the delegation, the light, I don't light know. and dark. I don't know what that has to do with the. Anakin being born by the force. I'm just saying that there must be a father, any some a mother somewhere. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying I. I said unless if it's like with Anakin being born by the force without a father. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. if if it was that way with the sons and the daughters, and the father. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what would have been happening there, but I know. Yeah. There has to be a mother. I know they never showed the mother. I'm just saying, oh, they're just brother and father through the force, maybe. Maybe they're not like father and son and daughter uh, by biological, but maybe through the force they are. Well, I'm just pointing at some stuff. I'm not exactly sure, but mm-hmm. I'm just pointing out some stuff that I mean noticed through that. I mean, like... I'm I don't very s- curious on what they're gonna do mm-hmm. now that the other forbidden has passed. Yeah. Probably recast. I'll I'll just erase the character, which means Ahsoka and uh the other characters go back to the to the normal galaxy and try to fight Thrawn and they s- succeed. Uh, but one of the things that I'm afraid of this season is that they, what I want to see, well, first of all, what I want to see is Zeb in season two. And what I'm afraid in the season is going to play safe the entire time. So there is no. They pretty much did that. Through. Yeah. Yeah. They, they pretty much did on season one. But I think they're going to play season two as safe unless if they introduce a character that we really enjoy and that we're connected to. And that we we don't want to lose, um, um, like Morgan Albeth. We lost Morgan Albeth. What's the point? She's a like, villain. We weren't there. And secondly, we weren't very attached to her. Like I would have actually, if it was Marin and Mo, instead of Morgan Albeth, then I would have been completely sad because I I loved Marin, but I don't really know much about Morgan Albeth and her story that I don't invest my time in it that I don't feel like if we lose her I'm gonna feel very sad no I was never sad if she was good if she was a good person throughout the show if she questioned Thrun's Thrun's leaderships and uh, she wants to turn to the light side and fight for the rebel for Ahsoka and the others and then she ended up dying. Maybe I'll feel sorry for her, but she was one of those characters that was just thrown away from me, and mm-hmm. didn't feel any remorse about losing her. Honestly, except for the witch, the death of me, or which mothers seem to be angry about. Um, but yeah, let's get to this video of this guy's my favorite like YouTuber, and he has like his own podcast as well, but. He will be talking a little bit more about uh, the Mandalorian movie that was announced. Uh, but he also mentions the exact something I point out um, in the past about naming titles, movies being named by certain certain names. But let's just hear him out. He's amazing. A new Star Wars movie was just announced on StarWars.com, and Ahsoka Season 2 is confirmed. The Mandalorian and Grogu are embarking on a new adventure to movie theaters. Directed by Jon Favreau and produced by Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy, and Dave Filoni, The Mandalorian and Grogu will go into production in 2024. I've loved telling stories set in the rich world that George Lucas created, said Favreau. The prospect of bringing the Mandalorian and his apprentice Grogu to the big screen is extremely exciting. John Favreau and Dave Filoni have ushered into Star Wars two new and beloved characters, and this story is a perfect fit for the big screen, added Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm. The Mandalorian and Grogu will lead Lucasfilm's ongoing feature development slate, including films helmed by Charmin Obeid Shinoy, James Mangold, and Dave Filoni. Okay. So the films they announced right now, um, 
all these films. This thing, they've now so many stuff in the past. One of the things I want to go back is they've now so many stuff in the past five to eight to eight to five years now. They've never they've they've always canceled. They've canceled Patty Jenkins movie. There's been just a lot of things. This movie is confirmed that it will be being done. But it's like, how do we know for sure that this movie won't be canceled in the last chance they, they get at it? How do we know any of these movies? They're saying these movies are in production. So was other movies that they announced um, years ago. Um, nothing about it is taking place. And so far, no, the next movie that we're going to get is like 2026. And it's hopefully the Mandalorian Grogu. First of all, the title's stupid. The Mandalorian and Grogu movie. What a stupid title. It seems like they didn't even put much thoughts into the title. They're like, no, let's just sell something out of it. Uh, let's not put a lot of thoughts of it. Let's, try, no, let's not try to create a cool name, but why can't we just call it the Mandalorian movie? They went for the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. What? What's your opinion on this title? Because I already think I expressed my opinion on it. Um, I'm not gonna be harsh on them. Really? You like seriously? Since I know nothing about this movie, I don't know any better name for it. Can you think of a better name for it? Mm -hmm. Like, can you like me? Because like. Back when, well, back where this guy um was kind of picking on being picky on the titles for the Star Wars movies episodes one through nine, that they um the titles mm -hmm. did not match what the movie was really about. Basically, that they kind of made made pretty much episodes. Nine should have been called where episode one was titled, and episode one should have been titled where episode nine was titled, episode three should have been titled where episode two was. So the the different um, it's it's basically saying so the name the name of the title mm -hmm. in the original in the nine movies. Did not match what was what? in the story. But it's a calling one, two, three, Padme, Anakin, and Obi Wan movie. Right. And Yoda and but Miss Windy movie. But you the know? Attack of but the Clones the, shows been... that's, that's the thing. It's a stupid name. What would you call a movie by the character of the name of the character? Well, the character. thing is, I but, haven't seen this movie, so I can't. No, no, no. So I don't that's really the thing. have it is about a name the, it for is it. About the two of them, I don't. I, but I haven't what, seen the movie, so I can't mm -hmm. say that. No, nobody really has. Say. That's the thing is, it's the title that's mattering. It matters right now. The movie doesn't matter. That's so the thing. Is, I can't. Basically, that's the thing is with I episode with um one two. I and can't three, think of a better name with one two and three. You don't call it Obi Wan. Padme and Anakin movie. That is just stupid because that's the character's name. You don't call the movies by the character. Right. Well, I know. I don't have I know a better old, name. I know in old days where they used to call, they used to do that. Like Terminator. Terminator is named by the character Terminator, but throughout the movies or the series, Terminator is not the is not the one character. Terminator is a type of creatures like the Mandalorians Mandalorian can mean more than one mm -hmm. well, yeah but they Kinda. but in the but, show they made it clear that it was the one it, it was the one but throughout Mandalorians they introduced other Mandalorians but throughout season one they made it clear that there's only one Mandalorian which he's the Mandalorian uh, but Mandalorian is the title of all Mandalorians um, so I would want to wait. By calling it, by calling it Mando Grogu, Ma the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. That's saying, or oh, the Mandalorian Grogu. We know everywhere that Mando goes, 
Grogu goes. So no, I don't really have Grogu a name. I don't really have a replacement name. Yeah, look, I was kind of call best so me and a placeholder uh, name, if you and, will. Yeah, me and TJ were talking about this and saying how how much they're selling. Disney's trying to. He even went. It's like calling the Lord of the Rings, Frodo and the Ring Two, Frodo and the Rings Three. It's just, it's totally business. Kind of like sounds, the Hobbit. It sounds more business. It sounds more like business. Yeah, we went through that one too. It sounds more of a business name to try to sell something than coming up with a very creative name. And we can we came up with some very he came up with very creative name. He said the Mandalorian and the child. Sounds very cool. Sounds creative. Well, all you're doing is replacing the name Goku with the child. Yeah, it's better the child than Grogu. That's the name of the character. But um, it, it's, I would say name. I would rather if he like also, if, Well, I'm not I done yet. Rather he rather also, people, I would rather once I know the name of a character, I would want to call a character by his name and not another name. He also said Dendron and Grogu. That would have gone wild. Uh, Dinjar and Grogu movie that would have gone so well. Uh, one of the names I came up with is Child of the Watch. Child of the Watch would have been a creative and thinking actual names instead of trying to. Uh, I guess said you guys went, let's just hear what you this guys, guys went. You guys went into the work, you guys did the work to come with come up with these. Names they just listed, I did not go through this work, and thus I I say accordingly. Who is also currently developing Ahsoka season two among those in the works? From the way the text says this movie will lead Lucasfilm's feature development slate, I expect this will be the first Star Wars film we see since the rise of Skywalker, potentially in twenty twenty five. That's true. That's true. That's gonna be. That's going to be a potential movie in 2025. I expect this to be of a TV show series. One one movie put into many different different movie. One one it's going to be like a TV show but made a shot, shot by episode to episode and put it all together. So I guess it depends on when it starts production in 2024. Of course, I'm psyched to see more Star Wars movie news, and I can't wait to get back into a theater to revisit the galaxy far, far away. I want to make it clear that I am overall excited about this news, but I do have some thoughts and concerns that I want to voice. This seems like a strange move to me. The end of season three of The Mandalorian seemed like it was the perfect setup for more episodic storytelling. The armorer told Din he had to take Grogu on adventures, and then Carson Teva said he could have some work for the duo. That could have been a great mission of the week season. A new planet with new dangers every episode, and each story could have gotten our heroes a little bit closer to the Imperial Remnant. Now, there's nothing to say that can't still happen. I'm sure The Mandalorian season four is still in the works, yeah, the Imperial Remnant is something that we didn't even learn much about, except for Huck's father was involved in it. And that's and all we know that we that's know connected that, to that. And now that we know that Thrawn is back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, some a little was... more information. And yeah. maybe in Ahsoka Season 2, we will get that information, some of mm -hmm. that information. And yeah, and hopefully Thrawn will be involved with the Shadow Council, which is something he didn't get himself involved involved in. Uh, either he didn't want to get involved in, involved in, or he was across the galaxy that he couldn't get involved in. That could have been the entry, but I hope to learn more about the Shadow Council at some point. Maybe this movie will be Din and Grogu's first really big adventure for the New Republic, but it would have to be something pretty huge to be on the big screen, and I'm afraid a return to streaming after the movie might feel like a step back for them, if that makes sense. Yes, I totally agree with that. Making a movie, it has to be a complete movie. It has to be big. It will have to be a Big movie, which means Din, Jaren, and Grogu, whatever they're doing at this point, 
has to be really important to be in the big screen. Like why? Like for example, The Empire Strikes Back or um, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Somehow, Palpatine Return. Like it has to be something that big for me to feel like I want to spend my time. Well, otherwise, if I go to the theater and it feels like TV show, I'm gonna go wait. Why did it just not make this into a TV show instead of a movie? Like that's what I wonder with Cal Kestis' storyline. It's like every single time I play a game and I'm like, this is such a great story. Why can't they just put it into a movie and release it in theater? That would though they could have done the three they could have done three series, three movie of Jedi of the Jedi uh Jedi series. They could have done Jedi Falling Order. Um, the movie and then Jedi Survivor, the movie, you know, all of this, and then mm. the, the final movie like that. I think that would have been um, incredibly awesome. But for something like Mandalorian, since we've seen two seasons of it, going to a theater will need a lot more work and effort to be put into the big screen like that. Mm hmm. I think my problem with this is that it sounds more like a business decision rather than a creative one. It's been streaming mm -hmm. after the movie might feel like a step back for them, if that makes sense. I think my problem with this is that it sounds more like a business, business. decision rather yep. than a creative one. It's been five years since we've had a Star Wars movie. Din and especially Grogu have been massive commercial successes. Pedro Pascal doesn't even have to be on screen. I doubt any of the other actors involved have huge price tags attached to them. Mm. Heck, the movie's biggest star is a puppet. I can see why there would be a push to get them on the big screen. But I get the sense that this is a bit of a scramble. If this were always the plan and it's going to be the next Star Wars movie, why not announce it at Star Wars Celebration last mm -hmm. year? Charmin Obeyed Shinoy has said before that the new Jedi Order movie was next in line. My fear is that the business side of Star Wars is steamrolling the creative side here, changing Favreau's ideas for a fourth yeah. season into a condensed version, a fast, streamlined, lower budget, and lower risk movie they can get out fast. I have no idea if that's actually the case, it's just the feeling I have off this announcement. Maybe it was always John's plan or hope to have this be the next chapter in Din and Grogu's story, or maybe he himself transitioned it from another season into a film and then Disney executives were like, yes please. It's also possible <laughs> that WGA and SAG After Strikes could have pushed an entire season of The Mandalorian into 2026 or something, and swapping it out with a movie would help keep the overall Mandoverse schedule on track. I simply don't know. But it also seems kind of odd structurally with all these New Republic stories. We're meant to be building up all these streaming shows into the final confrontation with the Imperial Remnant. Having an extra movie thrown in the mix certainly isn't wrong, but it kind of makes Dave Filoni's movie feel less like a big climactic event. Yes. Maybe that's my worry as well, that a Mandalorian movie doesn't feel big enough. This past year was rough at the box office, especially at Disney. Disney. I think one of the lessons to learn from 2023 is that audiences aren't as willing to flock to the theaters as they used to be. Movies need to feel big and have a lot of social excitement surrounding them like Barbie and Oppenheimer did. I don't know that general Star Wars fans are going to rush out to the theater to see characters they have been trained to watch from the comfort of their home. The risk is offset a bit because I doubt this will be a $300 million movie. <laughs> this doesn't have to make a billion dollars. Filoni's movie might have run into the same problem, but it would have been the conclusion to all those stories. I think it would have felt more necessary to see. The new Jedi Order movie is expanding us into the future of the timeline, and the dawn of the Jedi movie is taking us way into the past. All of those felt bigger to me than a middle chapter of the Mandoverse. And then, what if it doesn't do well? Streaming and the entertainment industry in general right now is so fickle. Mm -hmm. If the Mandalorian and Grogu doesn't bring in big numbers, that could mean trouble for Filoni's movie. I hope yep. not. I hope Disney is committed to telling the story this way, but nothing Thing is a guarantee. Okay, I admit everything I've said so far is pretty cynical, but I will take Qui-Gon's advice to Obi-Wan and stop focusing on my anxieties, because while I absolutely suspect that there are a ton of behind-the-scenes business decisions overruling creative ones right now, that doesn't mean the sky is falling. I do think it's strange to have a Mandalorian movie in the middle of the series, but it's not like that's never happened before. The X-Files movie came out in the middle of its run, and it was great. I'm excited to see what a more focused story will look like, not just on 
on the page, but the finished product. I've been more and more impressed with the volume every season. I think Jon Favreau knows when and how to use that tool well. There's also a great cast of characters the Mandalorian can pull from. Mm -hmm. This could be the big screen return for Boba Fett as well. We still yep. desperately need to find out what happened to nah. Cobb Vanth. I'm sure that's the burning question at the top of everyone's minds. Nope. No? Just me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. Bo-Katan and all the Mandalorians will be around. There's a mythosaur to follow up on. I'm confident Favreau has a story to tell that will feel big enough for a movie. And I really like him as a Star Wars director. While my initial reaction to this news is far more cautious than normal, I am excited to finally sit back down in the theater to see a Star Wars movie yeah, again. Baby. The Mandalorian series has had far more ups than downs for me. I look forward to seeing their story continue no matter the format. Although I do hope they change the title to something a little more exciting. Shifting gears. See? He didn't just point out what I I just was talking about. I hope they change the title to something more, way more exciting. Oh, kind of like, kind of like when they changed the episode 6 from Revenge of the Jedi to Return of the Jedi. Oh, yes. See, Revenge of the Jedi. They were planning, like, they were gonna plan. They were mm -hmm. planning to give it a certain way, but it changed it. Yeah, the Mandalorian and Grogu. That sounds like a business decision to gain more money. That's not. Have... That's not a decision. Oh, that would actually make sense without. That will actually make the fans go see in the theater. People, like he said, not everybody. It's. It doesn't seem like not everybody's gonna rush in to go see a Mandalorian and Grogu movie. If this movie flops and it's not good, not everybody will go see it. And secondly, it's going to be hard for people to go see a movie that they can just watch on Disney+. Plus. But I'm honestly really excited to see this on the big screen. That's what I'm really interested in. It's been a long time since I've gone to the, and sat in a theater with a crowd of people to watch. And I hope they don't do... I hope they don't really like recycle villain. Yeah. Uh, what they, I want to do... Recy they recycled um, Profiting. Yeah. In episode yeah. nine. What I hope... Because that... somebody killed Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> Snoke could have been the big villain. Snoke could have been Darth new... Bane. I was calling the, the new Darth Sidious of the story. And then... But then I would say... If if anyone was to, if any of the Sith was to come back, well, yes, Maul, but mm -hmm. what about Bang? He oh, was Bang. like a big. He was that's what I would Bang. That was that was oh Darth Plagueis. Uh, honestly, Darth Plagueis. I would have done um. Uh, since Darth, Darth Plagueis, Plagueis figure out how to live after death, I would have actually made him, uh, Snoke. Man, that would that would have been the coolest revealed ever. In Star like, Wars. Snoke is actually the covered up name for Darth most Wars. of all old Sith. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. Uh, but there is some news about the new Ray movie that we need to talk about as well. But let's finish this video. There's a bit. I also want to point out that the same article that announced this movie also said that Dave Filoni is currently developing Ahsoka Season 2. That's not a huge surprise, but yep. it is nice to have it confirmed. Season 1 ended with several cliffhangers that may or may not play into the rest of the Mandoverse, but need answers nonetheless. How will Ahsoka and Sabine get home? What will Shin do with the Raiders? Will we ever find out what Balin wants? How will it connect to the Mortis Gods? Everything having to do with Peridia seems fairly self-contained to Ahsoka the series, and a second <laughs> yeah. season seemed inevitable and necessary to tell that story. I'm surprised there wasn't a larger announcement or press release or something just about yes. season two alone, but I will accept it sneaking into a movie announcement too. And let me also say, it's nice to hear the other three movies mentioned as well. Like I said, this business is always changing, and it's nice yeah. to get even small updates on what's coming, especially when it comes to Star Wars films. I need that Dawn of the Jedi movie. But th That's what I need, to go back in time. I need Yeah, that once every time I was, like, I might go back to the beginning of time, and they're actually doing it. Yeah, I really need that movie. I want to know more about that movie. Dawn of the Jedi is something I'm really looking for. I'm looking for the Acolytes, but I'm also looking for Dawn of the Jedi. I I'm would looking say for both. 
if I was to put a, if I was to put all of this on a timeline, mm -hmm. I think I would put Time of the Jedi at the very beginning and at the point where I fought to the beginning that probably anything behind that mm -hmm. wouldn't really make much sense. Yep. One of the things that I hear him mention was the uh Disney struggles with uh box office, especially last year on um, 2023. Um most of the movies that they release, animated, whether it's animated or live action, really flopped in the box office. And it's something that Disney seemed to be struggling with. Like nobody's willing to see the remakes anymore. Nobody's going to go see the animated, especially with the movie you name Wish. Sounds like you're selling something. Again, it sounds like a business name. It's a Moana and Kanto. Like, those are names that sounds like amazing to draw people to go see. But when you name a movie Wish, and then you have a shooting star there that is about, that is a business selling star, you just show people that, oh, I'm not going to go see this movie. Naming the movie the Dinjan and Grogu. Obviously, people know. You don't need to remind people that Grogu is in the movie. Of a Mandalorian movie. Once we know Mandalorian, we know which Mandalorian they're talking about. And we know Grogu. So you don't need to remind yeah, us that Grogu is going to be in the movie. As soon as they introduce... As soon as they introduce the Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett. We know Grogu is going yeah, to be. Yeah, Grogu had to show up. Yeah. So everywhere, that's why he says everywhere I goes, he goes. That's literally Mando's that. <laughs> line throughout the series. Um, But there's been also as well, moving on from that news to the new Jedi Oda movie. Um, There's mm -hmm. been rumors going around that Darth Plagueis might show up in the new new Jedi Order movie with Ray Daisy Ridley. Um and Ray, mm. the character playing the character of Ray, and there's been rumors about Darth Plagueis showing up. Darth Plagueis or Darth Bang. I Darth Plagueis. I, I separate I do I know the difference. Mm -hmm. I was like there was yeah, Darth Plagueis would make sense because he's the one that figured yeah. out how to he's live. He starts as apprentice. Uh, some people are saying that he will appear in the New Jedi Order movie. And um, that's number one. And then the disturbing one is that Rey will probably be pregnant and have a son with Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is gone. And I'm like, that is a little creepy uh, as a ghost, kind I'm, of like, because of the connection. I'm really confused now. <laughs> because of the connection, apparently. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty stupid, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, hmm, yeah. maybe, maybe Anakin came to be in, this, in a similar this way. Is, we this just is, didn't yeah, know this who. is what I'm talking about the connection through the force. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the reason why Ray will be pregnant. And there was a talk about Ray being pregnant and Ray having a son or a kid, and I'm like, and he's he'll be related all... to the Skywalker. Again, it's Skywalker ended. That's the weird thing is why would Ray be related to Skywalker, Ray's son? Even wow. if Ray decides to have a son. Why in the world are they connecting Ray with the Skywalkers? Like, well, maybe Ray isn't Skywalker, but points what they're saying is no. But oh, Kylo Ren is. But, if you're gonna have Kylo Ren, points what they're saying is she may not be a Skywalker, but her descendant will using Ben Solo as the excuse. But if you're gonna use. If you're going to use uh, Ben Solo in Ray to create a new child, unless this is a clone-related thing that Ray is doing next, which is weird, but um, but if you're going to do that in the get, movie... Yeah, getting Ben Solo's DNA <laughs> and herself. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Then, if you're gonna do that, says, though, that's that's just the thing for me. Is if you're gonna do that's weird because if you're gonna do that, there has to be a real reason why to do it, and it just sounds disgusting. And just somehow Calderon came, Calderon came to Calderon came back. Uh, came as ghost and did it with Ray. It's just creepy. So I are, are they really dead? Because now they're like saying Calderon ghost. is dead. Yes, but he's coming. He can come back. What? Like Luke caught. I mean, a Luke caught a lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was just going. But he's dead. And Yoda, and Yoda here, uh, Luke with the stick. So I don't know. Force sensitive ghost. Maybe, maybe Kylo sleeps with Ray, you know, and throughout the series, and you know, we never find out. But that's just creepy. It's creepy either way. It's just like, no, that doesn't work. I always, I but again, point... this is just rumor. This is just theories and rumors that people have been popping up lately with knowing that, hearing that Darth uh, Plagueis coming back. And uh, and that idea. Would you um, would you say that there's a good chance? No, neither neither Isaac or um, um John Boyoga. Yeah, they didn't back. say they were gonna come back. Well, John Boyoga actually did get into a recent interview. Uh, saying that he won't come back unless if there's a good story and the cast is back together. So he didn't make it. If, when you say Ray's could be here, I can't mm-hmm. imagine that the that they would have oh Finn mm-hmm. and there was Rose. a talk about would, Finn being I would, a, had, I would begin to put those as a group. Yeah, there was a talk about Finn being like a Jedi had one type of thing. They did that uh, in Lego, though. But, but they, there was a talk about that, but I'm not exactly sure if they're going to do it. And it was something that I was always interested in doing it, doing uh, 7, 8, and 9. But since they didn't do that, I'm not really that invested in them doing it. Kind of well, like... He did, he did say, oh, the... I'm here because of the force. He said mm-hmm. that to, um, was it Jen or the, um, the, um, she was a stormtrooper as well. Yeah, but th- that was a different, he, he's, an... yeah, I know, I know. They've always, since, since, uh, episode seven, they've always shown like Fen is just connected to the force, but we don't know what connects him to the force we don't really know i wish like i wish we knew more of where he came from i know they took him as a child so we don't know much we don't know oh he's first taken order. away like the, yeah, like the first order the are taken, get taken away yeah the, the first orders get... are normally taken as children so they don't have much memories of when they're younger oh um, kind of like the jedi dude did that yeah <laughs> the first order thought hmm Let's take them as young young kids so they don't have no memories and they fight for us entirely. But they don't they didn't predict that some some of them can assume what's right and what's wrong. And that was the difference between Finn. Finn could tell what was wrong. And I think that happened after he lost his best friend, which I don't remember his number technically. And he was shot by his own best friend. <laughs> yeah. He was shot, I mean he was shot by his best friend mm-hmm. in the future. And they yes. will never find and out. Best Stormtrooper best friend mm-hmm. got shot by Poe. Which who... is his future best friend. <laughs> oh, man. This so uh, happens. But, yeah, if they bring Darth Plagueis, I'll be really disappointed. Because this is just another one of those stories in the New Jedi, in the New Jedi Order. I want to see Darth Plagueis. Darth Dawn of the Jedi is where I want to see Darth Bane, Darth Plagueis. I want to see any of those um, characters. I would rather have um, Plagueis Mm -hmm. and Bane show up in the Dawn of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And then they quail. And then for the um, Ray movie, Mm -hmm. that, well, technically, 
if the whole idea that the Jedi were right about one thing, somebody was going to destroy the Sith. They were wrong about who it was going to do it. And thus, since in this case so far, they thought it was Anakin that was going to do it, but it's actually way that did it. Mm-hmm. Just having Pegasus coming back, because Ray right wasn't that Ray's not chosen one either. Yeah. yeah. So actually, I would like that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I would definitely enjoy that. Well, I would say chosen one. In my opinion. I still think. <laughs> I still Anakin. think. I still think Anakin. Yep. Same. Was the chosen one to bring balance, because. From the first wilders, mm-hmm. and we know difficult to destroy the Sith doesn't mean that you are the chosen one. So I would say yes, Ray <laughs> was destined to destroy the Sith, and she wasn't the chosen one. And uh, I would say Ray did the exact same thing as what Anakin did, but I don't think George Lucas meant. I think George Lucas meant for Anakin to be the chosen one. I don't think there's any doubt in that. I think he meant. I think he's just, and I still think that saying that balance is light and dark. Mm -hmm. And I think because Anakin did that Mm -hmm. in the 66 and and in episode six. He um, the um, he took down the Jedi, mm-hmm. forced them into hiding, and then he, what the, he did what the Jedi thought he was gonna do, mm-hmm. what they presumed Palpatine to be dead. I mean, yeah. But he actually forced Palpatine into hiding, like he forced the Jedi into hiding, and Luke himself said. That the that for a long time there was balance. Yeah. In between and I think if we and then pretty much and pretty much of say Luke kind of unbalanced it when he was bringing the Jedi back. Well yes. But I also well, think... there's a still a Seth that Palpatine went into hiding so there was been imbalance until Luke with balanced it by bringing the Jedi back. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Luke, yes, I totally agree. Like, Luke didn't, Luke, Luke did make an imbalance when he, when he uh, started a new Jedi Order. Um, a powerful light, powerful darkness, I told, that sort of things, which means they can't be one without the other. He tried to take he tr- he first brought the Jedi Order back, mm-hmm. and then he tried to keep the Dark Side from coming back by the from what he was telling, what he and Ben Solo kind of went to away mm-hmm. that he was going to kill his nephew. Luke was to kill his nephew because of fear that Ben Solo was going to turn to the Dark Side, and yeah. so in a way he was kind of trying to. He brought the Jedi back and he's trying to prevent the dark side from coming back, which from Lucas said balance is light and dark. So Lucas mm. like but later in episode nine we see that Anakin is punished it where it just So moving forward, moving mm. on from that, the idea of Think the idea of pop uh, of like us coming back, yeah, just kind of distorts the idea that we fulfilled what the Jedi thought Anakin was going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't actually mind. I don't actually, I don't make. A, I'm not making a big deal on whether who's the chosen one or not. I think and what that them, means. And what yeah, exactly. My that's that's one of my points is what does that actually mean? And I mean in George Lucas's perspective in his mind, 
it ended. This story ended in episode um six. That's he had plans for episode seven, though we we don't know now since that plan never went on screen, and probably we will never know what his big plan was for that movie because it was scrapped out. The story scrapped out. We still don't know. And that's one of the things I'm disappointed. I was really interested in seeing what his plan would have been for set for seven. You know what? All I know that he was he was bringing the original cast back. I'm thinking maybe we, if it was possible, Mm -hmm. I would want to interview Lucas to try draw the information out. Yeah. But man, I know he doesn't want anything to do with Star Wars anymore. But what would have been his because he was all ruined instead. Yeah, Star Wars first died. Yeah. We've always <laughs> said that. Yes, one hundred percent. And people Star are Wars saying Wars. that that Dave Filoni is going to resurrect Star Wars, but he it's like kicking a dead horse. Yeah. In that term of you know, beating a dead horse or that. Yeah, they're trying to make I, the cake and eat it too, more like. Because they're trying to they're trying to feed it to the audience, but they're also trying to gain something from it at the same time as they're trying to feed it to the audience. They're and, all, and that they're, way you're getting half a portion of it. You're not getting the full portion of it because the audience feels like you're feeding it, but you're trying to gain something from it. That's the exact same, but that's the exact situation with the creative, with coming up with a very creative name. You're not trying to come up with a creative name so you can get the audience to go to the theater and some audience and not go. Point is, you're supposed to come up with a creative name that's going to draw the audience, everybody who are, is interested in it, to go watch it. Once you're coming mm-hmm. up with a business name to try to sell something, it questions the audience. Is this something I want to go see in theaters? Is this something worth my money to go see in theater? Because it seems like right now, all they're doing is selling. Then that's not a very creative name. Honestly, if they released a trailer before they announced what the movie was going to be called, I would have not gone. Like if, if they had a date on it. Like for example, if they released a teaser a month before it would have come in theater. Um, If they said, oh, it's coming a month later. I would not go. I would just wait no matter how hard it is because nobody's going to want spoilers for the next year. Um, no matter how hard it is, I would wait until it comes out and it comes out on DVD and then I'll just watch that way. I mean, heck, I went to see the highest grossing movie, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer. That's what people <laughs> called it. Um, the highest grossing movies of 2023. The highest grossing movie with almost over a billion dollars in the box box office and worldwide. Like those are the type of movies that I would those are highest grossing movies that I was, that was showing a big success in theaters this year. I went to see Barbie four times. Dang, I love that movie. Spider Verse, uh, Barbie. Those are huge movie success. Like can Star Wars get up there? With all of the, I know Star Wars is going to be up there because people are just going to go see it anyway. You know, it's been a while. We've gotten, it's been a while since we've gotten a movie in a big screen. But it's not, but they're going not because it's a Star Wars, not because it's a name is not because like the whole, oh, this looks good and all mm-hmm. that. It's more of the, it's been a long time since it's we got a, one. Yeah. More it's like been, it's because it's of been, that. Not it's been five freaking years since we've gotten a big screen theater movie for Star Wars. And that's the same thing Marvel should be doing as well. Like releasing constant movie lately when you don't come up with a great story. The audience are tired. You need to take a break. You need to take your time. Release one movie. We've we get one Star Wars movies a year. Can you believe that? One Star Wars Marvel gets three or four movies a year. We get one one Star Wars movies a year. 
It's those still it's not it's getting to being dead, but it's not dead yet, guys. Star Wars is still it's still wild and alive. It's getting close. It's getting close. It's getting nothing there. lasts forever. Nothing lasts. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. This is a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's gonna get there eventually, but for right now, Star Wars is you still wild. You find a good doctor. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is still wild. A good doctor. Yeah, so I'm interested. I'm interested to see some of these movies that are coming out and um see what they're well worth. Um definitely Darth Plagueis bringing him alive in the uh, new Jedi Order movie is not a good idea. And they should not do it. Yeah, I would say bring him back in Dawn of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Do that. That's things I'm more interested in the past story than I'm in the future going story because I feel like but everything he... ended in the Rise of Skywalker and that's where it ended. I don't need any more uh trash going forwards. I need backwards story. I need I need I need between the middle, I need characters that I love. Cal Custis come to live action. I'm sure they're not gonna do that until after they're done with probably the third game because we don't know what Cal's destiny holds. Cal mm -hmm. could have died in Cal could die in the third game, and that and that could tell us how much we need or the story that we needed already, and we don't need Cal in live action anymore. See, that's what I think. Mm -hmm. There's still a third game to be so, made, and the destiny still is up there with Cal. Yeah. Once upon a time, back mm -hmm. when we were, it was the six, six, six movies, mm -hmm. and I kept and. I think one of the things I was kind of saying something like, I want to know the beginning of time. I want to know the, mm -hmm. the beginning of Star Wars time. And I, I wanted that. But then they added episode seven and they yep. kept moving forward. They kept moving forward. And it's been killing Star Wars. And then they put things in the middle, but they haven't mm -hmm. went back to baby Star Wars. So, yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's definitely the word I would use. Star Wars was more popular when there was just six freaking movies. And that was it. Star Wars was insanely popular. People made Lego Star Wars. People made this Star Wars. Little animated Star Wars. People did all type of Star Wars stuff. When there was only three movies, The Clone Wars and Rebels. Star Wars. Freaking famous. And that was it. That's all we had. Extremely famous. And then we get Rogue One. And now we're, you know, I'm beginning to... Like, now it's begun. Yeah. Man, and then when we're getting... Yeah, like Star Trek. Solo. And uh, Ahsoka. Kenobi. And all of these stuff. It's starting to feel like people are starting to... Maybe lose interest. Like, because... not not the issues Star Trek. I want to know with her. It's going to actually. They're the making they're making Star Trek five, uh, Star Trek four actually, based on the movies, the live action movies that we saw. Um, but it's like, not. It's not going to die anytime soon. Star Trek, I, think, I don't think it's going to die anytime soon because the Disney really is going. So <laughs> it's interesting that Star Trek came to be first mm -hmm. before Star Wars. And Star Wars, it's going to end before Star Trek dies. <laughs> I think Star Wars audience might die before Star Trek fans die. Um, but this is the issue. It's not just the issues of making of making bad story. It's making too much of a story. That's why I like the year off, because when we're getting a lot, Especially a lot of these Disney TV shows are just ruining my perspective on looking at Star Wars. Because Star Wars used to be my favorite genre of where I would go see in the big screen and uh, not be afraid whether characters die or not. And I actually feel sorrow for some of the characters. Order 66 was the saddest moment I ever felt in Star Wars. And uh, watching it, I just felt like, oh, man, that destroyed me. And now, when I go back, and yeah, so Jedi Survival seeing a perspective of Order 66 from a youngling was such an emotional touch for me. I loved it. And now, guess what? That didn't stop there. It went from Bad Batch. And it just told other stories about kind of Mandalorian. I just 
But like the bad fast gave a good perspective of the clone and gave a good clone's perspective. Yeah, of I know order sixty six. Which, which was I'm okay with. Yeah. But also we got um Canon's story, but then I felt like and then we got um Grogu and I'm like, I just don't feel that anymore. Order sixty six was hard moment but it was also a special scene that's and then we got in kenobi and i'm just like it's too much it's too much i want see something that's used to for special to get the audience hyped like hello there though when it was said in obi-wan kenobi good, the audience was hyped good. again yeah like i i suppose what they're thinking is oh we're gonna introduce a jedi Mm-hmm. That's alive after Order 66. All right, the audience will probably want to know how they survive, how this new Jedi or this Jedi that we've now introduced. Mm-hmm. Now, the audience are going to be interested in knowing how this character survives Order 66, and they do so. And but then no, no. But you don't and need so to. They do this. But that's the thing is you don't need to show us. You can just tell us how you survived it. I survived because this like we didn't see that flashback in canon. Canon didn't get a flashback. They just talked about it. He explained yeah. how he survived, and then that was actually the and only part we, we needed. It. Yeah, I know, but that was the we only do part see we needed from the clone's perspective. But that was the only part we needed. It was just needed them to talk about it. We didn't need to see it. That's like the thing. Saw, then we saw Soka's perspective. That's the thing is it also but perspective. But Matthew, the this is the situation. Is that it's not special anymore. It's not something special or something threatening anymore, exciting or emotional part mm-hmm. anymore. It now becomes just like a tool, like the force. Somehow everybody can use the force now. Yes, I get it, but the force was used in a special moment and only certain people were able to use it. But now you make it so that everybody in the galaxy can use the force. Then that way, when I see anybody using the force, I don't go like, that is so cool. That is awesome. You know, I don't feel that way anymore about Star Wars yeah. anymore. I and do because... believe what they're thinking is yeah. that yeah. people who have a skill, mm-hmm. there are people who have talent and there's people who can be taught. The mm-hmm. scale. But that's the thing for me. It's like, I assumed Omega, you know, I would have loved, you know, the bad part would have been like when Carter was pointing the gun at the rest of the bad but Omega just using the force to block it. That would have been the best mm-hmm. moment in Star Wars. For characters that people actually want to use the force, they don't use the force, but for characters that people don't want to use the force, they're using the force. And it's just, it's opposite. And, I, and I'm like, for Sabine using force, it was like meh, meh. She was annoying, and she wasn't a very pleasant character to be around. Uh, she, and I get it. She was not. She was older. Again, people's excuses. She's older. I, we get it. But yeah, but the the like points for that proving was the I guess what they're trying to prove is is the je- the Jedi way was wrong. They look for people who are already Force-sensitive. Mm-hmm. They don't look at people who are not Force-sensitive and look at their potential of doing it. And punishing what they're doing here with the being is they're proving the Jedi wrong. They're like saying, look, they're like telling the Jedi, you've gotten this all wrong. Oh, more like telling, yeah, yes, telling Ken and I, you... You weren't really that much strong in the force. What? It it just ruins Star Wars. You don't get. Right. Yes, they're looking for people who have talent. They're not looking for people who can learn the skill. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And who they trying to teach. Yeah, and it's just not working. And also, secondly, she doesn't want it, and Ahsoka's forcing it in her. And none of the audience actually like in the worst spot is throwing somebody across the ship that far. It's still my biggest complaint about this sort of series. And secondly, I don't want to go through season two of Sabine just fragrantly using a force. I'm not gonna like that. I'm not gonna like that. I Are didn't you being like fine? it. 
I think I'll be fine. She uses the force once in a while, but yeah. if that's like the main point of the story. The force, no. yeah, the force is something special, something special used in Star Wars. If you watch all the Star Wars movies, even hey, even seven, even seven, eight, and nine. Force are only used for special moments, like when Kylo Ren was saying, "You need a teacher to Ray," and then he's like, "I can teach." Like at that time, we didn't see them except for Kylo Ren using the Force on Ray and the ship to read her mind. But that was yeah, one blocking time. the blast of fire. So blocking the blast of fire, using it on, uh, using it on um. Poe, yeah. and then using it on Ray, and then using and then Ray using it on Kylo. Four times only. Now, once you get the Force so many times throughout, and the Rise of Skywalker, we didn't get that many. Uh, Luke, I know Luke did it, and Ray did yeah, it. Yeah, Luke and in, 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 yeah, in, but they're only useful in um the Last Jedi. Yeah, he I, was the like, only useful look like he was he mm -hmm. was in two different places. But do you see daily Luke's daily routine? Luke's mm -hmm. daily routine, he could have used the force to complete all of that, but no, he these were well, was, he uh, did because then the Jedi should end. Yeah, so he closes himself from the force. Going to do it. But also, it's like. We don't need force, force, force. We can get blasters, swords, lightsaber, but lightsabers are also being destroyed by and the way they're just creating lightsabers yeah. nowadays. And Ezra, he was like, he the was like, I'm not going to use a lightsaber. I'm going to use only the force. So it's the force is my ally. And then the next, and then two minutes later, he grabs a blaster. <laughs> well, we do see him use the force a little bit. Yeah, and they ruin. Ezra's entrance by Shanghai cutting part of his hair off. And I'm like, really? He was looking so cool. And then you ruin it? Really? Dave Filoni? Really? What would what was that part supposed to say? Right, Shanghai cut his hair. Yeah. Cut, and, cut part of his cut, hair off. That's his hair. Yeah. It was weird. It ruined the moment. Oh, when they when they, she was trying to kill him. Yeah. Only to fail. Well, <laughs> I'd rather have him lose a little bit of hair than his life. <laughs> uh, it just ruined the Ezra cool moment. But guys, thank you so much for joining us. Again, these are all the theories and all the stuff that are coming out. None of these are, except for the movies, not, not, none of the characters that we talked about after are official. Still need to find out if they're, uh, they still need to announce what their story, the main plot is. Probably that won't we won't discover it until the trailer until most Star Wars comes out next year. But for now, it's Skeleton Crew, Acolytes, and Bad Batch final season this year. So we're really looking forward wow, to that. I already for well <laughs> all right. But I knew about the Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot that season three was coming out. Yep. And I and Tales of the Jedi. Knowing this could be the last one. Yep. I'm just and, like it's, we got tales of the Jedi as like, well, Matthew. We got tales of the Jedi soon. Uh, so. Right, I really liked the Bad Batch mm. of all the clones. I like season one. Oh, season two was a little drag, and we'll see what happens in season three. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, I'm Isaac Boulder, Matthew Manchester, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Oh, oh wait. Wait.